0: Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, offering quality live programming with... Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth, with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy
1: Blaine. A very warm welcome to our regular listeners and those who are new to A Serious Radio Live, brought to you on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio every third Tuesday monthly at 1pm Eastern Time, 6pm UK Time and 10am Pacific Time. A Serious Radio Live invites you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through a legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. As always, be prepared for another amazing show covering fascinating topics such as karma, UFOs, the Mother Earth, the New World, the next master, life on other planets, and so much more. Today, your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, will be talking on the subject of Channel the Power of the Universe. So it is my great pleasure to hand over to
2: Richard and Chrissy.
0: Thank you Nikki.
2: Thank you very much Nikki and hello Richard.
0: Hello Chrissy how are you doing?
2: Very well thank you from here in Michigan how is how is London?
0: London actually is, um, well, the weather's very good and, um, you know, I won't say that uh, all the vibes are good because we're, we're in the middle of an election over here at the moment oh, are you to, to, to do with Europe, but I won't bore you with that. But certainly, <laughs> as far as the Aetherius Society is concerned, we're, we're firing on all cylinders. How about you?
2: Doing quite well, yes, thank you very much. We haven't uh, yet hit the spring weather. We're still in the middle of winter, but, you know, mm. <laughs> it could <laughs> be worse. Um, yes. Richard, before we begin, I'd like to congratulate you on the fact that your, the publishers of, of your book, the book you um, co-authored with Mark Bennett, mm. Prayer Energy, How to Channel the Power of the Universe, has, they've just come out with a new edition after, I think it's quite a few years. And that, that's yeah. remarkable for publishers I know. Um, so, must It's obviously a very popular book
0: yes Great well news. i mean obviously they they're interested i suppose in their sales not that i ever hear much about that right. but that's no, that doesn't matter they're they're a very good publisher i have to say and it was their idea this book uh, and they invited myself and mark as you know helped me with it um uh, to do this book and it was entirely their idea and then 10 years on they want to do a new edition of it so it's a a slightly smaller version it's a more not tiny but it's more of a pocket sized book and it's still got the same content. It's got a, I, I mean, I love the new subtitle, which again was their idea How to Channel the Power of the Universe, which says it all, I think, and is the topic of tonight's program. Um, and you're doing a lecture, aren't you, tonight, Chrissy, there in, in Michigan?
2: Exactly, and almost exactly. We copied the, the subtitle of your book, actually, How to mm. Channel the Power of the Universe. So
0: Yeah, well, it's, is, it's, uh, it's very good, and it was their idea, and some be- it's a beautifully illustrated book, as I, I'm sure you remember. And so, yes. yeah, we're thrilled I'm doing events. Mark will be doing events. Uh, we've got one here on June the 2nd where we're doing a kind of a launch event, but not just a launch event. Uh, we're going to be going into actually doing it, uh, there and then, yeah. um, and mm-hmm. that's the main thing. Plus, we've got the Festival for Mind, Body, Spirit starting here this week on Friday. We know we've been going there. You'll remember that well, Chrissy, since yes. they started, which, believe it or not, was 1977. It's, it's incredible, 70, really, yeah, isn't it? That's yeah. like, is, that, is that 40 years? That's in, that's oh. extraordinary, isn't it? Over, Over. 40 years, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll be going there, and we'll be uh, channeling the power of the universe there, especially with healing. Fantastic. Mm.
2: fantastic it's mm. much better to do it than just talk about it today we'll be talking yeah. about it but also hopefully doing it so
0: and then you'll have your event to, uh, this evening won't you where you as you just this told e- yes. us yeah so that'll be great too yes so last time um you weren't uh you were away so um my friend ayub um came in and 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 actually kind of interviewed me and it was carrying on from the line that we've been going on for f- a number of programs about the coming of the next master and the delay of that coming and the role of the Aetherius society in that and the fact there have been a number of references to a thousand years i mean the five temples of god was given for a thousand years, the spiritual push dates for a thousand years, the satellite in operation space magic for a thousand terrene years. And all this indicates uh, some kind of provision so that we could, if we're able to, and it very much depends on the Ethereum Society's continuance, this, but we could continue for a, a thousand years in theory even if the next master doesn't come for all that time. So it does make you wonder, you know, they wouldn't have needed to give some of that information, I would have thought, if it had been known that he'd be coming sooner, because when he comes, there'll be the mass sorting, everything will change, and the, uh, the karmic situation will be different, the energies will be risen, and all the factors will change. So it could be, it's only a theory, this, That the uh, coming has been the provision anyway for that coming to have been delayed by a massive period of time. But as I say, depending on us and what we do, and especially the role of the ether society and the missions we do. But what we didn't go into in that programme at all was, of course, the most important thing of all, which is the Mother Earth herself and her decision in this respect.
2: very interesting. Actually, it's, you say it's a theory, but it's a logical one, isn't it? When you think about it, I had never had thought about it like that. But
0: I hadn't really either. Um, but when you put it together, you'd think, well, they wouldn't give us arrangements for a thousand years if they yeah. knew for sure that something was going to change radically and alter them before that period. I mean, it doesn't mean that we will go on. It doesn't mean the next master won't come for a thousand years, but it means there's a provision in case he doesn't, and that's I think, very significant. The big factor, though, and and this is where I think we should start with tonight, is, or today, depending where you are, what time zone you're in, is the Mother Earth. And, of course, it's totally um, her decision. I mean, she has chosen, as we know, to delay releasing her initiatory powers And she's done so on behalf of humanity, we've been told, to give us this chance to change. She certainly doesn't have to do this. And at any given moment, should she decide to, she has every right, and I'm sure there'd be a lot of rejoicing on cosmic sources if she did release her energies and release herself from this terrible prison. But in the meantime, we're sort of cooperating, you could say, with her wishes, her compassion, actually, And so it behoves us all the more, I would say, much, much more, to try and bring about this change as soon as possible, to relieve her from this extremely limiting condition which she's allowing to exist, and suffering as a result.
2: I have to say, Richard, that that point is something that most of us probably haven't really thought about deeply. I mean, we know from the Ethereum Society teachings that what our world needs is more spiritual energy. I'm after talked about the spiritual energy crisis, uh, mm-hmm. more love. But by doing this, we can even help Mother Earth from her self-imposed suffering. Is uh, I think, it, as you say, it puts us on a, a much more important level. It's very, very inspiring, I think.
0: Much more. It's, very, it's sad because of the suffering sad, she's yeah. going through, but it's extremely inspiring, mm-hmm. and it, boy, does it make uh, your life worth living. And this cause worth supporting. Because we're not even just doing it for the mass of humanity, which is great cause enough, but brought upon humanity by humanity. We're doing it for a great intelligence who has not brought it on herself. Quite the contrary and doesn't in any shape or form deserve the, the limitations that she's imposing on herself, and yet is doing so. And if we can help in any tiny way uh, to relieve her from that situation, what do you think about it? By channeling, channeling the power of the universe uh, in as high a, a vibration of which as we're capable of, this is also starting to raise the consciousness of our world, which is in tune with what she needs to do. I mean, the problem is uh, that as soon as she raises her energies, then life becomes untenable for millions, possibly billions, of people upon Earth. Because, you know, just take the lower astral realms alone, and certainly parts of this realm, uh, that that the people on the, on those realms vibrate at a much lower level than the level she will raise to. And, you know, we, we'll remember that in the initiation, or some members who've had time to really study our teachings will remember, uh, from the visit to the Logos of Earth, the initiation of the solar system. And we were told there that all the fact we had a question to a theorist radio live about this a very intelligent question i must say since the last show about that particular initiation uh, and and the fact that the other planets raised their energies well it was the life on those planets that raised the energies the planets of course are still there on this physical realm as well as on higher realms Uh, they've all risen but here we haven't risen when that comes life will be untenable so the more that we can familiarize the more we can absorb and channel higher levels of energy the more we can prepare our globe the people, the life on the globe for the time when this comes and therefore it won't be such an abrupt rude awakening and more people will be, be able to inherit the new age and the Mother Earth herself will feel um, more perhaps inclined, if that's the word, to make this move, which she's resisting on our behalf.
2: Mm. So it's definitely a, a win-win when we channel this energy, and also, of course, it, it helps ourselves, uh, and we know from our teachings that um, our vibration, how the rate we vibrate is very important. When, even when we pass on, we go mm-hmm. to that level to which we vibrate, And uh, it's a a different way of looking at things, but, of course, it helps us tremendously. The more we channel this energy, the higher our our own vibrations, the more energy we can then channel through us.
0: Indeed. Um, And, in fact, one thing we've been told, thanks to Sector S2 and team, formerly known as Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2, is that the higher, and we've discovered this in relation to Operation Prayer Power, one of our missions, of course, that the higher the energy that we are capable of channeling when we 're performing prayer, the, the larger the quantity, so the yeah. two go hand in hand, and you know we, we, we should strive to raise our energies as much as we can, because that will, as well as altering the quality and the quantity will alter the karma of our, not only ourselves but life to some degree around I mean we, we are in the age or the era or, or, of direct action Do you remember that wonderful statement yeah. that was made on Shambhala uh, I think it was in 1956 I could be wrong but the very, in the 50s uh, they had a meeting and decided to, re- in, to introduce the language of direct action I think that's extremely telling and channeling the power of the universe is direct action prayer energy is direct action
2: that, that's a, such a complete change, isn't it, Richard? Because the old uh, approach um, was, you know, if you think a positive thought, then that affects people across the world, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know things like this. But this, this yes. is, is a total shift, isn't it? From
0: it's a massive shift. I mean, I think I think shift. I think the master theorists once said that a thousand years ago, meditation was the order of the day. And certainly it was in yeah. the old age period, the order of the day. That isn't to say you shouldn't do it now. You, it's very valuable, but it was the thing then. And, of course, as, as Dr. King explained in more than one of his lectures, when one cell in the whole is illuminated, that must affect the whole. And, you know, it, 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 it has a big effect and a karmic effect, but it's an indirect effect. When compared to sending energy out to the whole, directly sending it out, not indirectly then being affected by you or change, but absolutely channeling it to the whole, not keeping it within yourself for your own illumination, but letting it go out for the illumination of all.
2: And I suppose that includes uh, the service we give um, as well, yes. as well as the prayers. Yes, Absolutely.
0: Yes, I mean, it's very yeah, interesting. It's
2: very, it puts, a, it puts um, a lot of responsibility in our hands, but it gives us a way that we can be of tremendous help, as you said, even um, help the Mother Earth, which is a great revelation, I think.
0: I think that I, I can't think of a more wonderful cause, can you, than the Mother Earth? No. I mean, it's uh, no, I there is nothing more inspiring, nothing greater, no intelligence that I can think of that we know of by name anyway, that we owe more to except maybe the sun, but the earth has has taken this direct personal sacrifice on our behalf. Um, it, 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 and, and we can actually do something to try and cooperate with her. I mean, she has made this choice to hold herself back and that's you know that's nothing we can do about that one way or the other that's her compassion but what we can do is cooperate with her choice and try and make it unnecessary you know we should be working to make that choice completely redundant and And by channeling the power of the universe we're starting to do that we're making inroads at least and And we shouldn't underestimate it
2: i'm sorry yeah
0: no please please go on sorry
2: no, I think to hold that thought in mind helps us to, um, to connect to the Mother Earth in a way, because, you know, my recent book, I'm talking about how we've, humanity as a whole has disconnected from the Earth, and yes. this is how our problems have started and have grown, because yes. we're so disconnected. And by thinking like this, by this inspiring thought, it helps us, I think, to become more connected constantly. <laughs>
0: Indeed. And the book you're talking about, Chrissie, would you like to give us the title and everything?
2: Oh, okay. Um, it was <laughs> first started as an astrology book, Yes. Earth Astrology's Missing Planet, and it is an astrology yes. book and goes into the influence of the Earth in our lives, yes. but it, it became more than that along the way, and uh, mm. I, I, there was a few inspirations from uh, other sources, and mm. you know how that goes, Richard, and it yes. became a book of uh, Of ways using a theory of society practices, uh, practices and masters given of people learning how to connect to the Mother Earth through um, just going into nature, giving thanks, cooperating Mm. with the Deevit Kingdom, and so on. So it's excellent. That was excellent. Thank you.
0: Very good. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea as well. I thought when you when you first told me about it. So, yeah, I think it's interesting, too, talking about how prayer can make a difference and make a real difference. Um, We have a couple of examples over the last month, actually. And I I probably may have mentioned some of those in the last program, but not all of them. I mean, uh, since the last program, there was a cyclone heading for India and tremendous warnings out about that particular cyclone. And I'm only giving this as one recent example And I think it was the 21st of April, from recollection, that we released energy. Uh, We released 500 prayer hours. And we've talked about prayer power on Aetherius Radio Live many times, where we can store energy in a container, thanks to Dr. George King's invention, and then release it in cooperation with cosmic intelligences for a particular purpose. So this is one example where we released 500 prayer hours. In other words... 500 people praying for an hour over a period of time that's the equivalent of that but stored and released in a matter of, of just minutes and it was done just prior to that cyclone uh, landing on, on that particular region of india and we heard um according to the, what we can gather that there was something like um 70 uh, sorry, 41 actually, I think we heard 41, less than 100 anyway, deaths from that. And the last time that uh, area was hit, a cyclone hit it, was something in the region, I believe. Certainly, it was certainly thousands. It could have been 10,000s of deaths. Now, I mean, that's just one example. We've had other releases to Mozambique. Again, much less um, than, than was prophesied, was predicted, was warned about. Yes, undoubtedly there were improvements in the infrastructure in India by the way since the last one I should say that but certainly it's still a massive difference and and injuries were less and so on and I think this is a tangible demonstration of what every listener to Aetherius Radio Live can do not just by going to Operation Prayer Power because many much as they'd love to they don't live close enough to an Operation Prayer Power Centre but can send out energy either alone or in groups and it does make a difference i think people can gain tremendous confidence uh, and somehow karmically it could make a bigger difference even than energy radiated through say one of the missions because it's been touched it's been absorbed Uh, by human beings it it puts a karmic difference and i know that dr king used to regard operation prayer power energy as an extremely valuable commodity when he was arranging uh, any kind of discharge or release Uh, for a start we have much less of it of course but also it has a certain power and uh, i hope people will take heart from these recent results
2: I mean, it's fantastic, because tragically, we, we get used to hearing about the thousands and tens of thousands of people, uh, you know, connected to tragedies like this. And mm-hmm. then, you, you know, you're talking about figures of, I mean, every death is a tragedy, but, you know, 41, you know, 70 people, it's like, it's it is proof. I think it's proof of Operation Yes, Prayer well, Palms. Master Atheorist the said it was proven. To look into it, yeah.
0: Yes, sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry, <laughs> No, no, please. No, But I mean, the master his I'm just picking up on what you said there, Chrissy. He did say it was proven. And I think I've noticed with the news, they will come out and they will warn of things. And I take careful note of their warnings before we'll do, we do a discharge or a release. And they will predict certain things that are likely to happen. And they'll say what happened last time and what we sh- might expect. And then if it doesn't happen, they don't say great news uh the yeah. the death toll was much lower than we expected tragic as it is it was much lower it wasn't even 1% of what we thought it was going to be uh they don't say that and they wonder why uh, this has happened you know mm. and and it just gets brushed along in the news you have to almost look for it but it is That's there if you look for it yeah
2: there is some good news amongst the bad news yes
0: certainly certainly
2: um, it's interesting that point that that uh, we tend to take these things for granted and that's the problem with so much i think on this world that we take so Indeed. many things for granted
0: and and it's, it's such a, it. a simple thing too i mean it it's not always easy But the concept is a very simple one of channeling energy out. And, of course, Dr. King has taught us how to do that extremely effectively. It's a point I often remind people of because I hadn't realized it till a few years ago that although we say the Master Jesus gave us the practice of the Twelve Blessings, to be correct, we should say the Master Jesus and Dr. George King gave us the practice of the Twelve Blessings because, of course, it was Dr. King who told us how to use it as a practice. You know, yeah, the Sermon on point. the Mount isn't used as a practice. It's no. read out, not always with tremendous feeling, to be honest, in churches from time to time, and studied. But people do not raise their hands, to the best of my knowledge, and, 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 and that's even if it was as good and as pure as the Twelve Blessings, which sadly it isn't because of the years that have gone by <clears throat> and the fact that we're in the New Age now and greater truths can be delivered. But people don't, even adopting their prayer position, pray it. They just read it. And, of course, the Twelve Blessings is, 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 it, it can be studied and read and should be, but it's also a wonderful practice, as we know.
2: Yes, again, that's a very, very good point about the Sermon on the Mount and so forth. This is, Mm. as I say, the the time of the language of direct action, and of course our Master was um, such a practical Master amongst many other things. um,
0: He was. He lived and always had that
2: approach, and always he always wanted. Everyone, he he empowered everybody, every individual, of every religion, of every belief system. His teachings and the tools he gave us, the spiritual tools. Um, are there to empower all of us. If we just have to use them.
0: We do. And it's interesting, that really, that since the very beginning of the Aetherius Society, concepts around this topic of channeling the power of the universe have been... only Not only have they been there, but they've been very advanced, really. And uh, they're, they're simple if they're explained, but they're advanced. For example, the very first transmission that's published... In the very first issue of Cosmic Voice in 1955, reveals the first spiritual push, which started on May the 28th. We'll be commemorating it very soon. Uh, And that's uh, what we have a monument to mark it. Will there be special spiritual energy radiator runs every year, as there are for that event? Uh, It's a very significant event. I would say one thing that that first spiritual push, as far as we know, was not conducted by satellite number three, just for for familiar Ethereum Society listeners. um, Sometimes that mistake has been made. I think it's been made in print as well, to be honest. It's a a genuine error. It's... um, just something that was done in an honest mistake you might put it that way but the very first spiritual push it'd be quite interesting to turn back to cosmic voice volume one and look at issue one and the first transmission you'll see it's quite an amazing um transmission actually with 20 to thirty thousand vessels involved i think and master theorist makes it clear in that transmission actually i found it now it's between 20 and 30,000 motherships, and between 180,000 and 280,000 remote-controlled vessels. So this was a massive push, a spiritual push, um, and we don't know, but we—it seems that in some way it was the Master Theorists was involved anyway in some capacity in its coordination, and it seems that it was the uh, Venusian. Um, help that was being given from just from reading that transmission but right at the end of that transmission the master Theorists made a statement and I'm going back now to June the 5th 1955, he said this then, it is the duty of every initiate who is worthy of the title to help to push this wedge of light into the darkness of your man-imposed ignorance to prepare the way for the coming of another great avatar so that he may have the whole world as his platform that's years before wow. uh, the giving, you know, of, of, of the next master, the, de- the, de- the Lord's Declaration, as we call it, the coming of the next master. That's uh, more than four years before that. But the way to do it, again, is to channel the power of the universe, to push this wedge of light into the darkness, and, of course, to cooperate with spiritual pushes. And then it was from the second spiritual push that um, Mars Sector 6 came in. I mean, I've given an opinion, and it's only my opinion, that the Master Etherius somehow manipulated the karma with that first spiritual push, maybe, for the intervention of satellite number 3, to start with the second spiritual push in September of that year, and from then on, it was conducted by um, Mars Sector 6. And right from the beginning, Mars Sector 6 was referring to mm. concepts of absorption. It, it was, a, it was a, again, in the same journal, Cosmic Voice, Volume 1, there's a report and in, in which he mentions the absorption measurement, later became known as the absorption factor, and the need to push this up for the benefit of humanity. So right from the beginning of the society, just... Over a year after the master had first received the command, those concepts of sending out energy and of absorbing energy and using energy were at the forefront of the Aetherius Society.
2: Very interesting, Richard. Um, just for new listeners, or to remind people, that spiritual pushes—what um, they are—very uh, mm. simply, there are about four. There are four periods every year known as spiritual pushes now, and. Um, Each is about a month long, and we are in one now until May the 23rd. And it's time to really step up your spiritual practices, your prayers, and so on for the next couple of days, uh, because during these times, uh, satellite number three, an extraterrestrial satellite uh, under the control of Mars Sector 6, who we've talked about many times, is in orbit. And during these periods, uh, the craft beams down certain energies, which make all spiritual actions performed by anyone, whatever their religion or belief, 3,000 times more potent um, to help our world. So all we need to do during this time, we have another couple of days in this spiritual push, to access this energy, you just need to have a good motive, you want to help others, and uh, the technology of this great satellite can pinpoint anyone on earth who is performing service in this way. So, Richard, do you think um, it's time to have a break before we continue? I do,
0: and thank you for that explanation, Chrissy. Yes, I think it's time to hand over to Nikki. I'm, I'm hearing, and it may not, hopefully it's not coming out on the broadcast, but I'm hearing a little bit of kind of noise interference, Nikki. Uh, I don't know whether, I'm sure there's nothing we can do about it, but I do apologise if anyone's hearing that while they're listening to our
1: programme. Right, okay, I will look into it, but it's not happening on my end.
0: Well, hopefully it's only my hear
2: it Yeah, I can hear it very slightly.
0: Okay.
1: Right. Okay. Well, noted, and I'll, I'll check it out. But um, anyway, thank <clears throat> thank you very much, Richard and Chrissy, for a truly interesting first half of this show. I do have quite a few announcements, so please do bear with me. You are listening to A Theorious Radio Live with hosts Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze talking on the subject, Channel the Power of the Universe. Every Saturday and Sunday, you are very welcome to join us in the live online 12 Blessing services. And to find out more, please visit 12 That's 12 in digits. 12 Midnight GMT, May 23rd, sees the last hour of the first spiritual push for 2019. You are warmly invited to attend London, Los Angeles, and Michigan for any one or any one of our centers where services will be held to mark this potent time when the giant spacecraft we know as the third satellite leaves orbit of Earth, having flooded our world with much-needed spiritual energy since April 18th. A special service to commemorate the first spiritual push of modern times on May 28, 1955, Will be observed by Aetherius Society centres on Saturday, June the first. Please visit aetherius.org for more details about these services and learn more about the Shining Temple of Light, Satellite Number Three. Now, activities in Michigan, as already mentioned, later tonight or today, at 7:30, there will be a class. Harnessing the Power of the Universe with Gary and Chrissy Blaze, and that will be at the Michigan Branch Royal Oak. Friday, May the 31st at 7.30 p.m., Dave Caparo will be joined by Paul Nugent, who's visiting from the American headquarters, and will be giving a lecture entitled The Cosmic Message. Saturday, June 8th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Chrissy and Gary Blaze will be holding a one-day class in spiritual healing, The King Technique, for new and experienced healers alike. For more details, please visit ethereusmi.org. Now, for activities in London, you've heard we will be at the annual Mind, Body, Spirit Festival being held at Olympia from Friday, May 24th to Monday, May 27th. There will be two events taking place with Richard Lawrence, on Monday, May the 27th, which are from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., a Magic of Healing demonstration on the stage area, 11.45 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., Healing for Yourself and Others, a workshop being held in the Wellbeing Studio. At the Etherus Temple in London, Sunday, June 2nd, is a very exciting event. As already mentioned, at 2.30 p.m., p.m., when Richard will be launching a new edition of his book, Prayer Energy, How to Channel the Power of the Universe, published by Seaco Books, which he co-authored with Mark Bennett. Tuesday, June 11th at 7 p.m., another in-depth King Yoga Experience evening in our program entitled, The Future of Life on Earth, and that's with Sasha Brzele. Sunday, June 16th at 2 p.m., there will be an afternoon workshop with Vivian Gibson entitled The Magic of Psychic Touch. The next Aetherius Radio live show will be on June 18th with Chrissy Blaze and Brian Kniep on a very interesting subject. What is God? Why do we care? So do tune in for that one. Please visit aetherius.org for details of events mentioned during this show. So that's it for now. So I'm very pleased to return you to Richard and Chrissy. Thank you, Nikki.
0: Well,
2: thank you. There's so much going on in the society. So I'm much. And I, Nikki needs her own like, show, right? Where she just gives I an think she does.
0: <laughs> she really does. I, I, I would like to add in that um, we have wonderful healers over here too. Uh, who will be uh, coming for this demonstration, and uh, plus our, our great staff on our stand at the Festival of Mind, Body, Spirit. There will also be healers there too. And so that there's a tr- lot of contributions being made by a lot of people uh, towards that event.
2: That's terrific. Mm.
0: In fact, the master himself, as we call him, Dr. King himself, used to come to the festival when he was over, as you'll well remember, Chrissy, and, st- and and work on the stand. And he'd yes, uh he'd talk to people, he'd demonstrate the pendulum, he would uh yes. interact, explain the teachings, and uh, yes. were keeping up that tradition that he started, really.
2: Yes, yes, it was a wonderful days. I think that was the first festival in the world of its type, was it not? It
0: used to be called the Festival of, the festival of Mind and Body, and then it was there was a campaign to add the word "spirit" to that name. Oh, right. And it became mind, body, spirit. And that phrase has now been used all over in bookshops on this very radio station, um, yeah. either Body, Mind, Spirit Radio or Mind, Body, Spirit. You get sections in bookshops, mind, body, spirit. But yeah. I believe it started there. And, and actually, the person who campaigned, or one of the people who campaigned for that word spirit, was a manual member, I think, Chrissy, Dr. George Hall. Who, who knew Dr. King and um, is referred to, I'm going right off topic here, in uh, just for very regular, and people who are very familiar with the Ethereum Society, they'll, they'll know that um, in, in the book Operation Sunbeam, God's Magic in Action, we have mentioned this uh, on, on Aetherius Radio Live before, and there's reference there to a, a, a human being who's on Shambhala, uh, who'd recently deceased, and that is Dr. George Hall. He was visiting. He was, He's not resident on Shampala, I must add, but he was right. there for that occasion that's described in there. Mm.
2: Fascinating, yeah. Very fascinating.
0: But anyway, I digress. So we, we were talking, well, weren't we, it's about absorption and, 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 and absorption releasing power. You know, yes.
2: It's a very fascinating uh, topic, absorption factor, but it's probably one that most people are not familiar with, and I wondered if you might be able to explain it a little Yes,
0: I think we're like extremely that. lucky, very, very fortunate in the Aetherian Society to have an understanding of the channeling of, of the power of the universe or of prayer energy, call it what you will, love energy, if you like, that is unique and that's been explained to us both by cosmic sources and by Dr. King himself who really, really understood this uh, very... I mean, even from he said from his childhood, he knew how to pray he didn't have to be taught how to pray uh properly that is and and he has introduced his whole concept of dynamic prayer and so from these early days there were things called special power transmissions started to be given uh which is where energy was channeled through uh dr king as a medium some of the people who were present in a much, much smaller quantity, and from other sources. And this energy was channeled out to the world to be used. Likewise, um, and from satellite number three, of course. And likewise, then of course, later on, when the spiritual energy radiators came into being, towards the end of the 1950s and started to be used, energy was channeled through those, and still is today, I mean this very day, 30,000 prayer hours will be going out approximately through spirit energy radiators in five areas around the world. And it will go out to the world. But what was explained from, as I say, the very beginning of the Ethereum Society was the need to absorb energy that's sent down. Now, with satellite number three, the, or, the average person... It's straightforward. The energy will, as you explained, Chrissy, it will will enhance actions, and it doesn't have to be prayer, by the way, or healing. It can be service of all kinds. It can be inspired thoughts of all kinds. There are many ways this energy can be channeled. People working for others unselfishly can absorb this energy when it's put out. But the danger is always that it's not absorbed. If it's not absorbed, you get something called resonance. Now, so just to recap on that, you don't have to be concerned about the 3,000 times factor because that only kicks in when you do something. It it operates the other way around. You do your spiritual action, and that is potentized at that moment 3,000 times. But with a special power transmission in the old days or now with the spiritual energy radiator radiations of energy from satellite number three, uh, that goes out first in the hopes, if that's the word, or with the intention of it being used and absorbed. If it isn't absorbed, then resonance is created. And Dr. King described what resonance is in 1963 uh, he's, he answered the question which people were raising with him what is resonance? And he said this if you shout in a cave your name, you hear your name repeated half a dozen times. In other words, you hear an echo. Well, resonance is a power echo. It's caused because people in this earth do not use that power as quick as it is sent out. There would be no resonance, for instance, instead of just 30 people tuning into a special power transmission. If, say, 20 million people in America were to be actively employed on spiritual work at that particular time, you would not have the resonance factor that you have at the moment. The power comes down through you and out to the world to be used. It's there waiting, like air is waiting to be breathed. Well, now, if a sufficient amount of people don't use that at that time, a resonant builds up, or in other words, a power echo. Now, Dodd-King makes a very interesting revelation. He continues to say this some action has to be taken immediately to get rid of this resonance because it is possible the resonance itself could prove to be dangerous to so-called humans outside. That's why immediate action is taken in one of a number of different ways. And then he says this, just lately Mars Sector 6 has been translating this resonance onto different levels of consciousness right up to the seventh level, which is at least the super, if not the supra, conscious level of Earth. He's been vibrating the power in a certain way, so it's gradually raised higher and higher and higher and higher. This gets rid of the basic resonance on Earth and also very often causes resonance in these other different levels, which if it goes high enough, it is leveled out. So, as a result, we not only have a complete saturation of power on Earth, but also saturation on the other levels of consciousness as well. Now, this is something which hasn't been used too much, but is gradually being introduced at the moment. That was in 1963. I think we perhaps should go over that, Chrissy, a bit to make sure it's clear and understandable.
2: Yes, yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot um,
0: in there. It, but it just you know, makes
2: and you realise how very much the cosmic masters do for us. You know, they don't just give us the energy, but all yeah. so complex and all we have to do is use it this is, all we, yes. this is our task, we have to use it Yes. and it make, we'll make it better all the way around I, I, Indeed. don't hesitate to use it
0: so when energy Please. is beamed out just to explain some of that as it is being beamed out today this very day through the spiritual energy radiators which we have as I think all listeners know in London in Los Angeles, in Michigan, in Barnsley and in Auckland, New Zealand in those five areas that energy, we hope, will be absorbed and be used. If it's not absorbed, there are various things that can happen with it, but one of them, and he gives one thing that was being done then in 1963, it can be raised. So it can be raised through the levels. So the level that we are on now, the physical level that we exist on, is known as level one. And then there are higher levels, two, three, four, five, six, and seven is the highest. Seven is so high that it's not inhabitable for prolonged periods great and advanced intelligences can go there and do go there for short periods only because it's such a high vibration they couldn't sustain nobody could on earth anyway could sustain long-term existence on that realm now it's interesting is it not this whole concept which is brand new i believe of higher and lower energies and of course it's it's revealed there in the extract I just read from the lecture, How the Gods Work, the lecture was called, um, that if it's raised high enough, then it is absorbed and it's, the resonance problem is reduced. So it goes gradually up through the levels in this one procedure until it's been absorbed sufficiently and, if necessary, all the way up to what he calls the super or supra-conscious level where it will then not cause resonance. Uh, it's a very interesting concept, it's a brand new concept, I mean just to give one example in our mission Operation Space Power 2, which we've talked about many times, absolutely crucial mission uh, energy in that mission is that sent out, we've been told, is at A plus level now the prayers uh, at Operation Prayer Power around the world in the same areas i just mentioned and indeed undoubtedly in services and in homes and people who are praying correctly in the way that we teach prayer or dr king taught us prayer that energy that our best prayers at their best are double a plus at least so therefore even some of us are capable of a higher level of energy that is being sent out through this mission because it is deemed by the powers that be that know which energy will be the most useful here and which will be the most likely to be absorbed here. And so A plus energy is the energy that's sent out and it goes to show, does it not, that actually they are lowering, this is this must be a new concept, they are lowering the frequency of energy because they know that if they didn't lower it, it wouldn't be used. Now, this, for a really thinking person, and we, we, I think we're all striving to be thinking people with great difficulty in some of our cases, the, if we're capable of getting AA+, we don't have to worry about that, because we've absorbed it, we've done it, we've got there, it's not a problem, but they themselves have to bring that energy lower to A+, plus, which is lower than, say, our best prayers are doing most of the time at Operation Prayer Power, not all the time. And they're doing that because of this concept of, of different levels of energy being useful at different uh, frequencies of existence, different realms of existence, which brings us back to where we started right at the beginning about raising our consciousness, not just putting out yeah. the power of the universe, but raising it as high as we can so that we raise that level because if we don't when the mother earth does make her decision whenever that time may be the change will be very abrupt indeed and cause a tremendous sorting and lots of problems and issues for people which she has tried to avoid and is avoiding on our behalf uh because of that difference, so it behoves us both to channel energy and to raise it to as high a possible a level as we can. I hope I've made that clear, Chrissy. You must tell me if that's confusing at all.
2: Yes, it's very clear. Thank you for going through it, um, because it is a complex topic. Yeah, and it's certainly a lot to think about. And, and uh, Richard, I was reading Operation Sunbeam: God's Magic in Action the other day. Oh yes. And uh, if you remember through the actions of Operation Sunbeam, we were given 167 extra days of spiritual push. And the thing that struck me was that you talked about the levels, and of course level 6 is the highest inhabited level, regularly inhabited. Mm -hmm. And I was reading millions of units of energy during a spiritual push sent out through this level, understandably. But I was Mm. so disappointed, I have to say, at the number of, the low number, when you think about the number of people on this earth, like, Nearly seven billion, I think, the low now, number yeah. of units of energy. Even taking into consideration the spiritual energy radiators, and so I think on, you know, it's just a another reminder how important it is and how vital we are on this physical plane. Part indeed. I mean,
0: I, I think just to be really correct, there. I mean, the year I believe that that happened or those figures were given was nineteen seventy-eight.
2: Well, that's when true, the yeah. when the population
0: would have been a quite a bit lower but your point is made and it's well, a good true. one and it's very true it's it's very very poor very low level and it all comes down to absorption so that's another thing we are doing when we channel the power of the universe we're absorbing the energy that's being beamed down in many cases and this makes it usable otherwise some method has got to be used to avoid resonance as another phrase that familiar Ethereum Society listeners and readers and studyers will will have probably heard, and that's the word is flux. Uh that comes up sometimes too we're in reference to energies around our world. And that is interesting word actually. That's also explained by Dr. King, but just to sort of put it very briefly and simply Well, I'll I'll put it in his words. I think people would much rather hear his words than mine. He says this flux is a type of basic resonance. It's caused by slight oversaturation. In other words, there is a residue of spiritual energy there, and that's left there in the hope that it is used. In other words, the space people know how much is used by their instruments, and they give just a little bit more. So there's what they call a flux or a movement, a continual movement of energy. Uh, there was a flux on all levels from terrestrial levels right up through. That is what is meant by flux. So, in other words, they're, they are allowing a certain amount of resonance, a little bit of resonance, uh, in, in, in their equation, in the hopes that it will be used later, and that's flux.
2: Thank you, Richard. <laughs> we certainly are going into the cosmic sciences. On, We're going into rather program.
0: deeply, actually, in this, more deeply than perhaps we... We expected to, and I think just before we leave, and then I'm going to hand over to you, Chrissy, because you're going to lead us in some pract something a bit more practical and uh, and absorbing than all these words. But i just say this: that uh, very interestingly, it was revealed talking about power transmissions, because when the nine freedoms was delivered and the twelve blessings, great energy was channeled through uh, Dr. King, and uh, towards the end of the spiritual push in which that happened uh, an announcement was made uh, that when satellite number three leaves orbit the average absorption factor will be nine units and that's higher than quite often was announced but it was said this was said this represents an improvement to some extent mainly due to the dispensation of power during that part of the operation known as the nine freedoms which coincided with this magnetization period the actual average radiation for the nine freedoms discounting the energy radiated through mental channel number one was 38 units. The energy average radiated through mental channel number one during this operation was 9,438.99876392 units, worthy oh, of your consideration. So that's, that goes to show oh. the massive differences uh, between yeah. individuals, especially while he was channeling Mars sector six, of course.
2: Well, thank you for sharing that, Richard. That's uh, very inspiring again.
0: <laughs> but Chrissy, what perhaps a you could,
2: um,
0: oh yes, help us with something a bit more practical as to how. I know you've got some interesting points to make about this energy and how we can channel it.
2: Yes. Well, let's uh, begin, shall we, by uh, practicing a little bit of breathing. Um, of course, the importance of correct breathing is not just about uh, the gases we take in, the nitrogen, the oxygen, carbon dioxide, but more importantly, the universal life forces, or often called prana or chi and other names too. Um, prana is let's, because we're charging ourselves up. Before we can uh, channel the energy, let's charge ourselves up with the energy. And prana is the energy that is behind it all. It's, um, it's the energy that vitalizes the gases, um, every breath is charged with prana. It's the energy that gives us life, and it is life. And because without prana, there would be no motion. It It is the energy that enables manifestation throughout the universe in all its forms. So we all breathe, we know that, obviously. But when we begin to breathe consciously, it becomes a different thing. And this is called pranayama, the control of the breath. And when we control our breath, we then control our mind, our emotion, etc. And so breathing exercises are very, very important to do on a regular basis. And do grab a copy of the book, um, Realize Your Inner Potential Through King Yoga, if you can, written by Dr. George King and Richard Lawrence, uh, because this is a wonderful textbook of spiritual practices, and it includes um, a system of breathing exercises devised by Dr. King after studying and practicing for many years, and it's a very simple system, which is like a distillation of, of countless exercises he practiced and studied into a very safe and balanced uh, regime that we can all practice. So let's let's begin by uh, with the first breathing, and what I'm going to do before I go through it is just um, tell you the different steps, basically just sit up straight, um, relaxed around the neck and shoulders, keeping the spine straight, and start to breathe in slowly and steadily, being conscious that you're starting to control your breath, bring in this great universal life forces. So we're going to breathe in and out for the same count. So in other words, if your in-breath is four counts, and make your out-breath the same, it doesn't matter if it's less than that or longer than that, whatever is comfortable for you. So let's begin, shall we, by sitting comfortably and taking a slow, deep breath through both nostrils for a count that's within your capacity. And breathe out for the same count and just continue to breathe in and out, realizing that the deeper we breathe, the deeper our thoughts, the deeper we go within, we're charging ourselves up with these great universal life forces. Unfortunately, don't have a lot of time to continue this, but I do recommend the breathing exercises in the, the book I mentioned. It will absolutely change your life for the better. So we'll go on from there. Uh, Do continue after this show if you wish to. Um, We'll bring a great sense of calm and balance to you. And we're going to talk a little bit about prayer and uh, offer a prayer for the world, for peace and healing and harmony in the world. Because we've charged ourselves up with the breathing and now we're ready to channel the energy through us, all around us is not empty space, is what's called ether. And in quantum physics, they refer to it as a a jello-like field that's waiting to be imprinted with our consciousness. Um, Dr. King uh, talked about this, the ether. And he talked about, uh, he went further and talked about how we can harness this energy uh, and help to transform our world. And one way to do this is through prayer. And when we pray with, with intention and feeling the more effect our prayers have on the ether and just one thing to remember the pranas that we talked about that we're charging ourselves up with the universal life force. it's kind of like white paint it's neutral but when we color it with our love it becomes a magical alchemical force that can and will when we use it transform our world and there is proof of that um Dr. Emoto had a lot, did a lot of experiments with, with prayer, uh, with water, etc. if you're interested in, in reading that. So let's think about the prayer that we're about to do, which is to help our world, to bring peace and healing to our world, and allow this thought to open our hearts so that we can imbue uh, the great prana which we'll be sending out with our love, making it a magical thing. So let's raise our hands in the prayer mudra, with the palms facing outwards about shoulder height. Again, be relaxed around the neck and shoulders and just tune in with the words of this prayer and allow your love to shine forth to our world. O wondrous God, we humbly ask that our heartfelt prayers, that your bountiful love may flow through us now to all life upon our world. May it flow to humanity in all diversity, to, to plants, to animals, to the very rocks beneath our feet. O oh God, may we know that we are one planetary family dwelling within thy great heart, a wondrous creator of life, May your divine and infinite power flow in an everlasting stream of light, bringing peace, healing, and freedom to our world. We thank you, O God, for listening to our prayer. May thy will be done. And just close by placing the the right-hand palm once over the left. We call it the sealing mudra, detaching from the prayer and continuing with the show thank you richard
0: brilliant thank you so much chrissy and i think we've got to call it a halt there and thank you nicky by the way i think you got rid of that noise whatever it was it's gone from my phone anyway and uh, thank you all for listening Would you like to say any closing well, remarks nicky
1: yes well that what can i say but it was uh Just want to thank both you and uh, Chrissy for yet another fascinating show going so deep. I think you'll find a lot of listeners will appreciate that. You have been listening to A Radio Live, which is your Cosmic Connection, the third Tuesday of each month. Join us for the next show, which will be on June 18th, entitled What is God? Why do we care? As always... Our website, aserius.org, has more information and details of the various publications and audio titles available on CD or download. You are always very welcome to connect with Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence by visiting their respective websites, chrissyblaze.com and richardlawrence.co.uk. We hope you have enjoyed listening to Ethereus Radio Live and we look forward very much to being with you next month.